Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson. With me as always, Mr. Nathaniel Paul Thurston. Hey, man, what's up? Oh, you know, just rushing in to do the show. You, you're only only about 25 minutes late today, so... It's not bad. Yeah, you know, there's been pretty good. Wor- it's, there's been worse. Yeah, I, I had just asked everyone in the live group how much of a clock we should put on it where I would just go ahead and do an episode, and uh, you literally opened the door and walked in right then at that time. Right when so, you were about to... Right when I said, how long should we give this before we go, you walked in. So... You should start taking bets. That's one way to make money, Nate. Yeah. You be, you be the house. Take the over-under. Make sure you set it correctly. This sounds I- illegal, though. You know? Doesn't nah. that kind of sound illegal? We'll take... Use Bitcoin. Okay. Well, problem solved then. That's what all of the criminals use these days. What's <laughs> up? This is Good Morning Liberty. We talk life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to. If this is your first time listening... Go back and listen to all the other episodes. Take the 711 episode challenge. And just a little secret, there's actually 735 episodes on there. I just haven't updated all the numbers. Kind of miscounted when we first started. But anyway, take the 711 episode challenge. Get up to speed with everyone else. And we, we're going to get going because we got a lot of stories in here. We're going to talk a little bit about this uh, Ron DeSantis Disney thing that's going on. Biden administration just announced that they're going to give a bunch of money to people around the country because they have high energy prices right now. So just going to give them a little bit of their money to make up for that. Mm. And they're also appealing that mask mandate ruling. So that is going to be going through the court system once again. Oh, we got some. Well, they are appealing. I thought they are appealing. They weren't going to. Officially, they were appealing. Well, because you can't have one judge decide the fate. She's not a healthcare expert. No. How no. could you have one judge decide the fate of 300 plus million people? Exactly. We got to have another judge decide it. Exactly. So it's got to go through it's the insane. 11th uh, District Court of Appeals or whatever it is. I don't know what it is. I think it's the 11th. It's still, I think they're going to be okay on it. And if this does go to the Supreme Court, I think they'll be okay. We'll we'll talk about that here in a little bit and a couple other stories as well. So let's get going. I've got a personal story for you first. Oh, my God. Before you Listen, everyone, if this is your first time listening, you can hit the skip button like four or five times and we'll get to the show. Okay, don't leave because of Charlie. I promise there is good content that's going to be coming up. This will be quick. All right. Okay. And this was talking about earlier, all the craziness, tyranny going around. My brother sent me a Venmo last night. And in the description, he put investigation of Chinese sweatshops inspection or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, and when I hit accept, it said this was going to like, this is going to be reviewed and your <laughs> account may be frozen. And I was like, Trey, <laughs> God darn it. Why are you sending me? <laughs> Uh, so so far it went through, but it hasn't deposited into my bank account yet. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if Venmo's frozen anything. Well, yet you're gonna not. have to pay taxes on that. You but, know, now that that came through, know. you should have put like a bio lab, uh, you know, creation, something yeah. like that, some kind of bio weapon creation thing in China. Should have been like a Disney donation, <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay, from the Washington Post, Ron DeSantis's war on Disney points to an ominous. GOP future. 
Now, look, I know. Terrible dystopian future. I know you're not supposed to use this word anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to shorten it a little bit so you'll still know what I'm meaning. Now, look, I can say this because I have a son who's on the spectrum. Okay. Okay. But this, you're about to see the left to go full tard. (laughs) Just full on. You're saying they're going to go full retard. Full, just flip the script completely. They will literally do anything. Mm Mm-hmm. Right to try to argue a point, it's pretty. It's pretty amazing, actually. To their own self-deprecation. Oh, and so when we were talking about this earlier, I just, it's this is gold. You can't. No one could have ever thought this would be reality, but here we are. Here we sit. But are we really in reality, Charlie? I, I don't want to get into that. Is what there I want a glitch in, happening right what now? I want to get into is what you're about to read to us from the Washington Post, and this is real. It, yeah, Go look thing. it up. We'll put the we'll put the link in the show notes. What you're about to hear is going to sound crazy, but it's real. I just it, want just fair warning. I I never would have thought that something from them would have sounded crazy, but you know we'll see. Let's see how it goes. Okay, when Governor Ron DeSantis moves forward with an with action against Disney World for opposing his law on teaching sex and gender. It will be more than just a slimy and indefensible effort to punish a private company for violating GOP orthodoxy. I didn't realize the governors actually wrote laws. Yeah. Yeah. It will also point to a potential future Republican Party that envisions an expanded use of state power to fight the culture wars. Now, that is likely true, by the way. And the fact that the left does this all the time and has been doing that, that doesn't really excuse it, deciding to use state power to fight some kind of a culture war. They they should be independent of whatever the culture war is that's going on. Okay, so we have to realize that, that this is something that they're likely going to be doing just because the left literally does this all the time, and that's basically what they're doing at all times. doesn't make it okay, all right? But here's the problem. This might end up hurting ordinary Floridians. That's because the Reedy Creek Improvement District allows Disney quasi-governing powers over the area whose basic governing services are funded by Disney. So experts and local officials fear that the revocation of the arrangement might mean a tax hike on locals to fund replacement services. You don't say. In a sense, then, Florida Republicans might end up essentially raising taxes on Florida voters to own the libs. Now, that is true. Could That's actually could be a essentially thing. What, what Florida Republicans are doing. This is what we talked about the other day. Oh, how the turntables, right? You have Democrats, the left, arguing for corporation-owned counties for there to be no taxes, or hardly anything, and everything's taken and paid for by private institution, to then arguing that they should be able to keep that. Mm-hmm. And now you have Republicans arguing that they should not be able to keep that and that we should pay taxes. And, and they're actually admitting in this article, now we don't know for sure that they would raise taxes. It could just be some fear-mongering. We don't know for sure. But they're literally saying that regular Floridians are saving money right now by allowing Disney to provide its own services, this article yeah. from the left. I look at the uh, I looked at the other articles that this guy had uh, had written. He's definitely arguing from the standpoint of the left, and I just love that they're making that admission. 
at the moment. Thank you. Right. You're right. It is better for everyone else in the area that Disney takes care of their own services. Exactly. Let's do it elsewhere. Let's do it everywhere. Let's do it all over the place. Any corporation that wants to be their own independent county and take care of their own services, let's do it. Now, let's talk about this culturally for a little bit. Okay. If you'll indulge me, Nate. I shall. Joe from the private group says, I honestly don't care. Fight back because the other team is already fighting. Now, I have to say, when I first saw this happening, I was like, yes, this is hilarious. Like, you're going to try to, you know, go after kids and piss people off. Like, go ahead. Like, screw Disney over. Mm -hmm. You know, come. Is what I was thinking emotionally at first. So in the culture war, I understand Joe's point, and I think that it's valid. I think that that was my first emotion to it until I started thinking about it. And see, this is what we were talking about yesterday. See how all these episodes go hand in hand, folks? So if you're you're wondering, if you're a new listener today and you're like, what is he talking about? Yesterday we covered some of this, and it's why it's so important. When you have emotions and feelings about something, and then you start to process it logically, you can you have a set of principles to bounce those feelings and emotions off of and as you're processing it logically and then you can see like oh well this is ridiculous like as much as i disagree with disney and what they're doing like i still believe that private people should not have to pay taxes and they can do what they want with their land and and then in a sense disney's providing an amazing service for all the people that live inside this county essentially because they don't pay basically any taxes and they still have roads and bridges and a tram system and all kinds of things. They got that, pretty nice services, actually. They do. There is a Galdern nice. kingdom in there. <laughs> you know? A castle. How many of your counties have a, a kingdom? Okay. <laughs> Four kingdoms, I think. <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah. All the animals you can ever think of, it's, too. It's all the whole place. It's just a, surrounded by stuff. You One would call it magical, even. <laughs> that's, so That's happening there. No, but, sh- but I want to say I do understand the culture war. Like, mm-hmm. I understand like fighting back because you're so tired of being put down all the time. And I think that was large part why Trump won in 2016. He was the guy that would punch back. Uh, So I posed the question to the group earlier while we were waiting on Charlie. My question was hypothetical. If the situation were flip-flopped, let's say Disney was an entirely different company that was instead pushing conservative value. Let's say Disney was in fact the Daily Wire after they've spent all their money on children's programming and done all that. Let's say Disney was uh, the Tuttle Twins, they something like that. They were fighting mask mandates. And-, and, and they were in this their own district, their own almost government-free district where they got to write their own permits and they got to, they got to uh, not pay whatever ta- taxes other people have to pay and they took care of their own roads and they took care of their own water and all that. And then there's a Democrat governor that comes in and says, you know what? Because I disagree with whatever product it is that you're putting out that I, because I don't like it, I'm going to take away that special status that you've got right here. And by the way, the special status is them getting to live like anyone should live if they want to. They own their own property and they take care of their own roads on the property and they take care of their own water and sewer and all of that on their property. And so I, I can't, and they do it in the, like the nicest way possible because they have an incentive to, because mm-hmm. they charge people a bunch of money to come there and they, they want all their people to work there. They have a nice place to live if they want to live in that area and all that. I, so think about this. I, now I don't know what it's like. It's been a while since I've been to Disney world, but the last time I went, I don't remember a single pothole. 
<laughs> on any of the roads. Actually, yeah, I can, can I can agree with you on that. I don't remember in, any either. Single one. So my uh, my problem with this is people have called this a special privilege that they had. And I just want to say, I don't consider what they have to be a privilege. I consider what they have to be a right, a right that's been taken away from the rest of us by the state. The fact that they get to exercise their right to own their own property and be essentially free from the state does not make that a privilege for them. It's a right that has been taken away from the rest of us. And so deciding that we're going to punish preach, them, brother, preach. deciding that we're going to punish them by taking away that right and bringing them into the state prison with the rest of us, to me, doesn't solve the problem. And I just, I can't understand, I, I can't understand arguing that point as someone who I want corporations or people to be able to do this themselves. This is the world that I want people to be able to live in. This is Disney World. <laughs> Disney World. That's where I want everyone to be able to yeah. live. Okay? Have your own kingdom. You can be as gay as you want. Yes, just the <laughs> gayest property you've ever had. It's fine. All right? I don't care. It's your property. You got your own water out there. You built your own nice roads. Fine. They have say, they have say gay zones. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> okay. I heard even in that special district, you can say gay, even though they're in Florida. Yeah. You know, because they have so a they're bubble, free but... from the tyranny of Florida. <laughs> and so anyway, that's all, that's all really I wanted to say about that. Okay. We got a little bit more of this article. Well, let me continue that real quick though, because Joe does say that if we are logical and they are emotional, only the emotional side is going to push culture forward. We can see those results in the last 40 years. Our logic has no results. It's true. Now he's right about that. It's true. That, that is true. But what I what as I as far do, as actionable things, that is a that is a correct statement. We see it all around us. It's true. We see things. It's everything. Look, all well, around in our whole culture. I mean, what I do is like I try to like break this all the way down to like an individual relationship, right? So if like Nate and I are in a relationship and he's constantly emotionally gaslighting me, manipulating me and those different types of things. You're saying the only way to win in this war between Nathaniel and I is that I have to manipulate him and gaslight him back and, and like stoop down to his level or vice versa. I could be the gaslighting manipulator. Well, I would say that we like, should, we, do we, do we stoop down to that level and be like, okay, well we have to play on that field. Is, is that, let me ask the question. Does that become the game that we're playing and we have to play that game if we want to win anything? It is the game that is happening around us right now. What I just, what I think we need to do is win that culture war. And we see it. We see it, that happening right now. This doesn't have to be done by taking away their status that we wish we all had, that we all want to make it to. And so while I understand that, you can win this culture war by deciding to become part of the culture or create culture or do, do something like that. We mentioned the Daily Wire already, but they said they're putting $100 million into children's programming. CNN Plus, RIP, April 22 to April 22. Okay, sorry about it. The market said no. Jon Stewart, the market is saying no. We Netflix. don't care about this. Netflix is still... 
I don't know if we can fully blame it on the wokeness yet uh, with with Netflix, but you know, maybe saying no on that. And I think the same thing is going to happen to Disney. And it, and so if we're people who think that the free market, because if we're people who think that the free market and this overall individual liberty, very, very limited government, I think just limited to defense and, and justice, maybe something like that, the judicial system, if we think that the free market is going to be able to create whatever this great world is for people, and like we said before, whenever times, whenever the going gets rough, we can't say, oh, there's no way the free market's going to solve this problem. We got to use the state to solve this problem. We're just like everyone else when we do that. No. When I talk about how the free market will solve problems, I freaking mean it. I'm not just up here talking into a microphone for fun about shit that I really don't believe in. Stuff that I really don't believe in. Okay? I actually think a market will solve this problem. And so I will not resort to the state solving the problem because I don't believe in the state solving problems. It just creates other problems. So that's, that's where I'm at on that. But we can do that emotionally, by the way. People are upset about this. You can use that emotion to drive your market, your new market towards things. But I don't, you know, what I want to see is if Disney has their own status in Florida that we all wish we could have, then stick it to Disney. If they've got a leg up over other people, stick it to Disney by giving that right to everyone else. Do that. Make Disney compete. Take away their special status by extending the right to all of the other people. That's how you make it not a special status anymore. You don't take it by pulling them back into the reins of the state. You take away the status by giving it to everyone else, and that is the outcome that we should be pushing. I don't want to use the state to punish people that are doing something I don't agree with. Unless they're hurting people or taking their stuff. And every business would then be incorporated in Florida with their own property, (laughs) doing their own thing, building their own roads and their own bridges and having their own police force, sewer systems and water and all of that stuff. No, I look, I agree with you a hundred percent. I do agree with you. I also, I don't agree, but I also empathize with the people who are frustrated over the last 10, 20, 30 years, let's say. I do empathize with you because I, as a human being, I feel those same feelings. Like I said, when I first saw this happen, I was like, oh, yeah, stick it to Disney. Like, you want to play games? We got power, too, bitches. F around and find out, yeah. man. Here around we go. and find out. You, you done gone too far. That's inside. I was like, yeah, yeah, take him, you know? Beat his ass is what I was haunt- what I was cheering but, at the, but I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree with you because when it comes down to it, if you, if you stoop, remind me to tell you why I'm laughing after the show. Okay. Okay. If you stoop down to their level, you're no different. It's like my mama used to tell me back in the day all the time. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> yeah, sure. Your brother, you know, was yelling at you first. But if you yell back, like if you stoop to his level, which he was taller than me by that time anyway, I think it was like, if you you know, if you go up to his level, like you're just doing the same thing that you don't like. So then, then it's like, well, what game are you playing? That's a losing game, by the way. Well, because on all sides, it just, it'll keep devolving. The principle you're laying out is that the solution to the problems is the state. That's, that's what I hear. Like, that's the principle that you're saying. Or you're saying the solution to the problem is the problem. Yeah. The problem that created the problem. Exactly. You're like, I'm going to keep, I'm going to implement the problem now so that I can 
feel better about myself. Go down to the uh, Biden administration appealing the uh, mask mandate. Let's uh, talk about that one real oh, you quick. You want to finish this? Well, the rest of it is just us going to be poking a little bit of fun at them. The I'll tell you the the funny part about the rest of this is essentially they're laying out this dystopian future. Imagine a world. Imagine a world where the government it gets in control of everything, and then they craft laws that punish or not punish corporations or individuals based on particular cultural issues that they agree or disagree with. Now imagine that dystopian world. That's a world that you'll see if Republicans are in charge. You keep the left in charge, you're not going to see that kind of world no, at all. You don't have to do worry about that. You don't have to worry about that. They they basically give corporations free free reign over over everything. People, individuals, they don't try to they don't try to fight any kind of a cultural war when they're in power mm. at all. But guess what? Obviously we're being uh, facetious right now, sarcastic right now. Just because they do it doesn't make it okay. You know, if they jumped off a bridge, would you laugh at them or jump off the bridge afterwards? I'd laugh at them if they, <laughs> well, if they jumped off one. And see, this is the problem I think Jordan Peterson was alluding to a couple of years ago when he was saying that he doesn't like identity politics. Because this is what's happening is you're having identity politics and go to war with each other. And eventually that's going to lead to actual war. Like, do you want actual war? Some of you might. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't like. I enjoy having Amazon deliver packages to my house. Yeah. And having internet and power. I don't have to hunt for my food. You know, like I. I like. I enjoy being able to like enjoy life. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be at war in my country for the next twenty, thirty years or whatever. Now, are there? Can it go too far where I will, you know, stand up and fight? Yeah, that's true. But I want to avoid that at all cost. I mean, the war isn't is is it's ugly. Yeah. You, you a lot of you may say like, oh yeah, I want war. I'll go to war. Like, no, you don't. No, I mean, ammo is expensive, man. I really don't, don't want that. Want that? Let me read a little bit here before we move on. Uh, what to you're alluding to? Because I just think some of this is funny. GOP elected officials seem to be moving this way, the way that you were talking about in this cultural war. Congressional Republicans have vowed retaliation against companies for opposing Georgia's voter suppression bill and for cooperating with congressional investigation into Trump's coup attempt. Jan 6 coup. Yeah. Just so they have these, they must have these keywords. Oh, yeah. When they go to write an article, it's like, oh, did you fit the coup in there? Mm -hmm. Did you fit Zan Jan 6 in there? Did this? you say voter suppression? Did you? <laughs> you can't say like voter, Georgia's voter law or anything like that. It's a voter suppression bill. It's Ron DeSantis's don't say gay bill. It is Trump's coup attempt. You have yeah. to say those things. The Democrats were never throwing around upping the Supreme Court to 13 or anything, you know? No. They, None of this. Well, it's, you can do that when you're right and you're fighting an insurrection against people who want to destroy democracy. Yeah. That's totally fine. Mm -hmm. So, all right, let's talk about this mask thing real quick and how that's going to play out. All right, also from the WAPO. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, I was on there and found two articles. That's good, yeah. So the Biden administration, uh, in case you didn't know, the mask mandate we talked about yesterday uh, is going away, or it, it's actually away. It's gone. Now it's gone. Not even on airplanes. Mm-hmm. But fear not, because our fearless, incoherent leader, Biden, is uh, they're appealing the ruling, striking down transit mask mandate. So he just hopes he's here to see the ruling. Yeah. 
Public health officials have worried that the ruling poses a risk to the CDC's authority to take steps in the future to curb the spread of deadly diseases and protect public health. If the courts, quote, if the courts handcuff the CDC in this most classic exercise of public health powers. It's a classic exercise. Yeah. Mask mandates as classic as Coca-Cola. We've done this. We've done this forever. Totes normal. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Um, It seems to me that the CDC will not be able to act nimbly and decisively when the next health crisis hits. It's if there's two. It will. It will hit. If there's two we're still words, funding labs, so it's coming. <laughs> two words to me, like when I think about the CDC, it's nimble and decisiveness. Those two things yeah. that have defined the pandemic as the nimbly decisive action from the CDC. I mean, at the sure. start, you didn't need masks. Yeah. And then you had to wear seven, but then we ran out, so a handkerchief would be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just actually, if you just walk around and just cover your mouth everywhere you go, it's be, it'd be no big deal. And then it's like, well, we can't, no, don't do that. It's, you know, your sweatshirt's fine. Just put, just put your baby over your mouth as you walk around. That, that's no big deal. If you have a baby, use it as a shield. It's <laughs> and so, what, what you, to your point, decisive, completely, that completely invalidates everything the CDC stood for even if they stood for anything. Now, they have been very nimble. As soon as public opinion changed on something, they changed whatever their <laughs> guidance was. So they, I guess yeah. in that light, they have been very nimble. Mm. So Also, they didn't mention science here, by no. the way. Well, the science has been very cons- nimble over the last couple of years, too. They, could, they usually consult science here. Mm-hmm. If the decision is allowed to stand, Gostin said, the CDC, quote, will always be looking over its shoulder, always gun-shy, about exercising its powers. We'll just get some ghost guns. Be fine with that. I mean, when I read that, I said, good. Here's like, here's the terrible situation. The CDC is going to be looking over its shoulder and it's going to be gun shy about exercising its powers. You wouldn't want that mm. from a bureaucratic agency to be worried about overstepping their boundaries that they're supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Come on. We can't have this. Violating administrative law. Yeah. And, the, you know, we covered this yesterday. If you look at what the judge actually ruled is that they violated their own laws that that have set the precedent on how they're supposed to go about these types of things. And so that's I just saw Matt, I just saw Matt's post in the group. Yeah. That was pretty good. It's a, it's a CNN logo. Instead, it says C++ learn to code. <laughs> that's what you got to do if you're working specifically for CNN+. The Biden Biden administration has limited success in the Supreme Court defending its efforts to slow the spread. In January, the Supreme Court blocked the White House's vaccination or testing requirement, but the justices allowed a narrower mandate requiring vaccinations for healthcare workers at facilities that receive certain federal funding. So that's the, uh, I put in here in the notes, the, the reason the Supreme Court said no to the mandate over the employers with, I think, 100 or more employees uh, but they said yes for anyone who basically took Medicare money, basically. So fe- federal funding mm. for their for their uh, facilities, which is basically every basically everyone, almost everyone. And what I wonder is, well, and hospitals already make you they they already require you all to have all kinds of vaccines. Yeah, what, what in fact I, I know HCA requires you to have the flu vaccine. If you don't have it, you have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, during my season my wife had to wear a mask at the uh at the hospital when she was working there even in the administrative part because she had to go through some of the you know medical facilities to go there 
uh, when she didn't have hers because she's a very strong anti-vaxxer. And uh, what I wonder is how much of our transportation system receives federal funding. And so to me, what they might be able to do is craft a new rule that says any transportation systems that receive federal funding. Or what if you're using roads that were federally funded? <laughs> and that's what we were talking about on the pre-show. Mm. You see, when the government gets their little tentacles out there and everything, what the Supreme Court has said is that no for the private businesses, but... If you receive federal funding, then that one was fine because they're paying for it. They're essentially, you know, you wouldn't be getting all that money if it weren't for them. And so they can set this requirement. So they get their tentacles out there and everyone just a little bit, a little bit more money for everyone. And then eventually they can make whatever rules they want because, hey, you take federal funding, don't you? Mm -hmm. I mean, I know we set up this market where it's basically impossible for you to not take federal funding. That's beside the point. Of course. Why wouldn't you do what I tell you? Didn't you see what I did for you? Yeah. Didn't you don't you drive on these roads? Don't Look, you don't you deliver your products by semi? I took money from you. I gave some of it to other people and I gave some of it back to you. You got to do whatever I say now. Exactly. All right, the Biden administration could ask the appeals court to immediately put Mizell's ruling on hold and reinstate the mandate which if successful would create a new wave of confusion for travelers using public transportation. Now I Could you imagine mask on, mask off? Mask off. Well, I put mask the, off. So I noticed on, this on, in, on, on, off. In the article that we read the day before yesterday, they mentioned the confusion for the travelers. Oh, this is a confusing time for people that are traveling. And I noticed this article mentioned the word confusing a couple times. I'm just trying to imagine. Here's here's the problem. You got no idea how to put your mask on or take it off. Like there's just mm-hmm. and you. We're gonna have to probably spend a couple billion dollars. Uh, putting out some pamphlets on on how to either put the mask on or take it off, either one of them. Unless know. unless it's a historical day where well, everything's yeah. emotional, yeah. then everyone knows mm-hmm. for sure you don't have to wear it. Of course, during that time, health experts lamented the court ruling, saying it confused Americans. There's a confused word again about the need for masking and could increase the risk of virus spread. That was vividly illustrated Monday night as some passengers and flight crews removed their masks. Often jubilantly, isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. You see all these videos of people cheering, like they're throwing their graduation hats. <laughs> <laughs> yep. you know? Class of 2022 written on their mask. Uh, so everybody's excited about this thing going away. Um, as airlines swiftly dropped nearly two-year-old masking requirements after the judge's decens- decision. And that went away quickly, by the way. Real fast. Mid-flight. Mm-hmm. I, I heard mid-flight captains were announcing that you no longer had to do it. So, but it's confusing. It's yeah. They put a quote in here. Everyone was kind of looking at each other and not sure what to do. Uh, oh, I'm just trying to imagine. So what do I do with my mask? As they remove their masks <laughs> jubilantly, they had no idea. Yeah, they were they were jubile, very jubilant, and had no idea what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, but I don't know why. All right. The uh, next story here, the Biden admin. One more thing from from uh, Mr. Biden over here, President Biden, of course. The Biden admin is sending $385 million to states to offset high home energy costs. And then they can do whatever they want with their laws, I guess, because they take federal funding. The Biden admin on Thursday will announce it's sending more than $385 million to states to help offset, offset the energy costs, including cooling costs this summer. The White House told CNN, 
The funding will be distributed through the Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program, or LEAP, which helps families afford heating and cooling. The announcement comes as Americans face high utility bills as Russia's invasion of Ukraine sends energy prices soaring and amid persistent global supply chain problems due to that gall darn virus. The PPP, actually. Putin price. Well, yeah, PPH. Putin, yeah. Putin price hike. Now, when stuff goes down, is that going to be the Putin price drop? No. It'll be, Biden. It'll be the Biden price drop. Yeah, Biden, yeah, that's what it's going to be. Now, energy is going up, and I will say a lot of it was triggered because of what's going on with Russia, mainly triggered because of all of these sanctions that are going on from everyone. And and by the way, energy is a global market. You know, stuff like oil this is a global market. Even if we produced our own, like if there was a massive shortage and there were a lot of people wanting to buy it, the price even of our oil would go up a lot if there was a massive demand for it around the world. Unless you want to have a fully nationalist system where you were cut off from the outside global market, uh, you're always, the things are going to be dictated by whatever the demand is around the world as well. Now, we've clearly done plenty of things to limit the supply and increase the demand. So that's a problem that we should definitely work on. Okay. The president's going on Thursday, that's today, to the Pacific Northwest and will highlight the work his administration is doing to try to offset home energy costs and lower prices for families with their own money. The $385 million is in addition to $4.5 billion that the American Rescue Plan provided to LEAP. And the $500 million allocated by the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law to the same program. Thursday's funding will be released by the Department of Health and Human Services to help people offset their high energy costs. Makes sense. Not the mm -hmm. energy department. Western states face record breaking, a record-breaking heat wave last year, putting millions of Americans in danger of heat-related health issues. President said the climate <coughs> crisis is driving up the increased threat from wildfires and extreme heat. Large temperature fluctuations can also significantly affect home utility costs. Mm. So, you know, when they are causing a lot of problems, some of it, Russia, of course. You can't say that there's no blame on any cause right. from Putin, right? But when they're causing this, they increase the demand, they limit the supply, they limit the amount of people that could alleviate the supply problems, they make that a lot more difficult. What they got to do is they got to point the finger somewhere else. You know, they can point to Putin if they want to. And not only that, they've also got to bring up the climate crisis. And that's another reason that we got to send out all this because of Putin and whoever else you want it to be, climate deniers, science deniers. People who don't like Al Gore or John Kerry mm -hmm. are people that are causing your prices to go up. Okay, so we're going to take some of your money and we're going to give it back to you in the form of energy subsidies for your house. There you go. Perfect plan. That's a great plan. Great plan. Yeah, I love it. All right. Uh, next up here from Reason. Yeah, this is kind of ridiculous. And from, and from Tejas of all places. How disappointing. Where, by the way, property taxes are insane. Are they? In Texas. I didn't realize how... Oh, yeah, they do have some of the highest uh, property taxes. That's right. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. From Reason, Houston says businesses must install surveillance cameras and cops can view footage without a warrant. I, I made sure that you had the privacy conversation yeah. here. So 
Officials in Houston have voted to require an array of businesses, including bars, convenience stores, and strip clubs, to install surveillance cameras and make footage from them reliably available to police. Of course, mm-hmm. they want to watch people drink, and well, they're they're it. they're for outside actually, but. I'm sure there's people drinking and stripping outside, too. So The move is a transparently unconstitutional attempt by city leaders to circumvent Fourth Amendment protections against unreasonable searches and seizures. To access video from the cameras, police officers will not need a warrant. This would fall under the general warrants clause mm. that is illegal. The rules apply to all Houston bars, convenience stores, game rooms, nightclubs, or sexually oriented businesses. Like schools? It's... <laughs> Yeah, because I guess you can say gay in Texas still. Yeah, yeah. Owners of these establishments must install, and that's the other thing, you're forcing people to have things. Ridiculous. Um, Surveillance cameras in outdoor areas, quote, providing video coverage from the exterior of the building to the property line. Businesses must keep these cameras running 24 hours a day and store camera footage for at least 30 days. So... By the way, there's an important part there because when I first saw this, I was like, okay, well, you go outside and you're on a public roadway, right? Well, what if the government wants to put a camera on the public roadway? We can have that debate sometime. Probably won't be much of a debate. But let's say they're going to do that. You could at least understand that a little bit more. Now, what they're requiring is for you to put a camera on your property to surveil your own property and make that readily available to the police officers to cover with a camera your personal property now most and they can businesses take whatever have they want. cameras anyway mm-hmm. like they typically will keep their own surveillance the difference here is that the police can have a they have a back door to the camera and they can watch them at any time anytime they want they don't need a warrant that's the problem now look this this garbage is not going to hold up in court there's no way no if someone challenges like, this it's not going to make it for instance if the police wanted to to use the public roadway for instance right or let's look at red light cameras right mm-hmm. Most, if you challenge a red light camera ticket, you almost never have to pay it Mm. because they have the burden of proof is on the state. It's very difficult for them to prove that you were the one actually driving your car. I had to pay $330 in red light cameras one time. You didn't have to. You didn't didn't go to the court, did you? No, it came in the mail from North Dakota or something like that. And I was like, well, I can't make the court date. I can't do it. Well, you could have. I'd, but you didn't. It was cheaper to just pay the $330 than it was to go That's to court. That's how they get you <laughs> every time. But anyway, the, the, the other thing is, too, is like, okay, they could collect all this evidence, but like they wouldn't be able to use it against you in a court of law. Yeah. Um, and if they do, then and one problem with the court system that was like the appeal process, like let's say this podunk town got you convicted of something off of, surveillance video and evidence they sh- shouldn't have been allowed to use but this they let it happen and then you have to appeal it all the way up you know maybe not even get your your appeal heard for 12 years you're still in prison for 12 years but these types of things they're not going to hold up it's eventually if, will be struck down if someone pushes it you know right but the uh i think it was the aclu that's already speaking out on this i'm pretty sure so the aclu might come in mm-hmm. and do it now and I the d- institute for justice i do want to say cameras are helpful they are very helpful for solving crimes okay and and i i think uh, if you own an establishment it would be useful to be able to do that one thing you you would want to do that for one reason, to try and help keep crime down around your establishment by saying, hey, you do something like that. Look, I got cameras. 
and just found out who you were, that guy's going to prison or girl, mm -hmm. whichever one. Okay. So don't commit any crimes here. And then people are like, You're oh, not a biologist. where am I going to go? That's right. Where am I going to go tonight? Well, a couple of people got murdered and they can't find them over that place last week. But all the people got murdered over that place last week, they already put their asses in jail. Not the people who got murdered, the people who murdered them. And, and, murder and so I'm going to go to the one. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And so I'm going to go to that one because it's a safer place. That's what's going on in your head yeah. the whole time, right? And and so anyway, you want to do that. And, it, you know, I watch all these crime shows all the time. It's very useful to have someone commit the crime on video. Mm -hmm. Although... If I run a jury, I still don't know if I believe it because I've seen plenty of videos of people doing stuff like in space and like monsters attacking people and everything. I've seen all kinds of stuff on videos. So you show me a video of someone committing the crime. I've seen a lot of crazy videos, man. Mm -hmm. There's no telling me you can do. I would be the worst person that to ever be on a jury. <laughs> I hope I get on. I never summoned me. <laughs> I skipped out of mine the other, the, uh, I don't know. It was like last year or sometime. It would have taken up too much time. You have a bench warrant out for your arrest right no, now? No, I went to it and I told them I was busy oh, okay. and they were like, all right. Gotcha. Yeah. So you did go. Yeah. Last thing okay. here real quick as we skip through some of the news of your just this bright and happy news of your different liberties being taken away on all different fronts. GOP governors are urging Biden to scrap the proposed charter schools funding rule. This is something we haven't talked about very much. But a group of 18 Republican governors are urging the Biden admin. On, they did that on Monday to get rid of a proposed rule that they say will restrict federal funding for charter schools. The two-page letter asked the federal government to reconsider the rule and allow a longer period for public comment. Quote, they said, we oppose any attempts by the federal government to act as a national charter school board, impose a top-down and one-size-fits-all approach, and undermine the authority of parents to choose the educational option best for their child. So they go on to say charter schools are privately run institutions that are given public funding. Now, is that our perfect scenario for schooling in America? No. No, because they're still, you know, they're still receiving stolen money, stolen money that they're working off of. Is it better than just the standard public school system? It's a step in the right direction. It is. Absolutely. It is a step, in fact, in the right direction. Because it creates competition. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's what the government surely doesn't like here at all. The new rule would require the, the charter schools to prove that local school districts are over-enrolled to be able to qualify for federal charter school programs, which sounds an awful lot like a certificate of need law, basically. That prove to, be, to me why you need this. To be able to get this funding, you got to prove that that kid can't go to a public school in their area, which, by the way ends up taking away the entire reason for the charter school to exist in the first place. Well, if they have a public school that they can go to, then we don't need to give any funding mm -hmm. to the charter school. That, it, it, it literally eliminates the whole reason for a charter school, which is the competition aspect, the choice right. aspect for people. And uh, that is why a lot of these are a lot better. And by the way, they said that charter schools serve 7% of all public school students, but they only account for 1% of the total federal spending on K through 12 Less education. Less than 1%. Yeah. Which completely nullifies all the, because you get a lot of like school people out there being like, well, this is terrible. It nullifies their argument that the public schools need more money. Yeah. It's like, well, no, because you have charter schools that are doing better on less money. It completely nullifies that entire argument. And they do get other sources of funding. They get donations. They can, uh, they can get different grants, things like that. 
uh, that they're that they're able to get. But overall, uh, I would say that they're better run, going to have better outcomes. And here's what people always say: Well, here's the problem with the charter school that takes money away from the from the other public schools in the area when you do this, and so it's hurting our public schools. I got a solution for you: Just go to the charter school. Yeah, <laughs> it's way better. Yeah, <laughs> or do a better job Just go running there. your school. Yeah, that's that's the other thing. Compete. You do a better about, job. Yeah. You ever thought about just being the best school? And you know what doesn't make your school do a better job? Paying your superintendent half a million dollars a year. You know, you're not, it's not like, oh, wow, we're going to have way better school now. You know, that's not what's going to fix it. But that's what they always think is going to fix it. What will fix it is the necessity that if you don't do a good job, your ass is going to be out of business. And then you got to do a better job. Without that incentive, people undo it because mm-hmm. people are lazy. I don't want to say lazy. Listen, my mom's a public school teacher. She's a super hardworking person. Probably the best teacher in the United States of America, I bet, which is why uh, she has such a hard time. The whole unit, not just continuous. The entire country. Uh, no, not, all 50 states. All 50. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Territories. Alaska, Hawaii. Puerto Rico. Better than uh, any of the teachers in, pub, in Puerto Rico. Okay. For, except for like teaching things about Puerto Rico. I don't know how much she knows about that, mm. but especially when it comes to English and language arts. So I just want to say, I'm not trying to say that like all the English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying all the public school teachers are lazy or anything, but you need that incentive because, Hey, if I don't do, if I don't find a way to do a better job, then this kid is going to leave and they're going to go somewhere else. That is the entire competition that we have in the market. So, you know, who takes money away? Uh, you know, every time I go to the Publix, that's taking money away from Kroger, man. We should we should get rid of Publix. Mm-hmm. We really should. Yeah. And all the people who get their SNAP benefits and everything, they shouldn't be able to use that at Publix. Mm. That takes money away from Kroger. Yeah. You know? We just need the one right there. It's like Walgreens and CVS and mm-hmm. Rite Aid. You don't need competition. No. That's not better. Okay, well, we've basically... I've been talking now for well over an hour. Charlie's been here for a little bit less time, but... You know, I think it's time to close this, was, this out. I thought this was a fun, good episode. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it. And if you enjoyed it, then you should hit that subscribe button or follow button. I think it's a little plus now. Mm-hmm. Everywhere on your little app in the top right-hand corner. Leave us a rating and review on Spotify and App, uh, Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate that. And share the show with a friend, a family member, the children, your aunt, uncle, cousin, brother, sister, mother, all of the above. All of them. And then go to joingml.com. That's joingml.com to be part of the live group. Come hang out with us and have fun and argue with us, whatever you want to do. And uh, we that's typically the best way to reach us. It only costs 6 bucks a month. It's basically nothing. Go sign up and have fun. And if you do all those things, we'll be back again tomorrow for some dumb bleep of the week. Until then, I hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. The best way to get something done... If you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway, I'm, we're going to get a lot done. And-